Hi, and welcome to How To, a guide on how to be a godly girl. Um, I'm your host, Cadence. Um, and today we're just going to dive in to Matthew chapter 1. So get out your Bibles and let's have some fun. So um, we're going to be in Matthew 1, like I said just a second ago. Um, so we're going to read Matthew 1, but then we're going to stop. We're going to read part of Matthew 1. Matthew 1 is um, about Jesus is being born. And this is kind of like a Christmas episode, but it's not. Um, I'm reading the story about Jesus. We're starting, we're starting Jesus' story. Um, we've been kind of skipping around through other parts of the Bible, but now we're going to try to stick to it. We're going to skip around the Gospels a little bit, bit. Um, that's okay because the Gospels are all one story being told by different perspectives. So, um, not different perspectives, but from different people. But we're going to start in verse 18, the Nativity of the Christ. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what had been conceived of her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him. He married her, but did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. So I kind of went a little fast, but I'm, but a lo- everybody knows kind of the story of the birth of Jesus. Um, even atheists know it. Um, the whole Christmas idea is the Christmas um, wasn't created until uh, Jesus was born. Jesus, Jesus' birth was Christmas. Um, and we get so overwhelmed in all the presents and Santa Claus and all of that kind of stuff when really it's about Jesus. And, you know, a lot of people do believe in Jesus. And if you're watching this, you probably believe in Jesus. If you're, I mean, listening, if you are listening to this and you don't believe in Jesus, I encourage you to go to church or or do something to grow your faith. Because if you're listening to this, you are probably thinking about becoming a Christian, if not thinking about going to church. And if you can't go to church, then keep listening to this. If you can't go to church um, because of your parents or where you live, um, if you can comment, comment on this and t- tell me. Um, and then I'll try to go in more in-depth so it can be kind of like church. And um, on Sundays, I will try to do what this pastor preached about. I'm not sure if I can do that um, because Sundays are kind of my day off, and I picked I picked a really weird week to do to say this in because tomorrow is the season the premiere of my favorite show. It's season eight of the most amazing show ever for me, When Calls the Heart. Um, and I have said, um. I have told y'all about One Calls the Heart before, but it is set in the early 1900s. And I think they picked a kind of good year to do this because 
it's about to be the influenza pandemic in 1918. That's the year we're doing in this year. So I'm excited to see how they do that. And I'm trying to restrain myself from watching the sneak peek, um, which I just saw that they released today. And I am so, so, so restraining myself that I'm trying to think about it. But it's so hard not to think about the sneak peek. So I'm going to talk a lot about When Calls the Heart. I'm probably going to make a segment on When Calls the Heart in just a minute. Um, but I'd like to tell you a little bit about Jesus' birth. Um, and I heard my mom was listening to a sermon at Christmas time by a pastor from her old church. I think from her old church. Um, but it was a, it was a, I think a podcast sermon. Um, but it said this year, let's not try to focus on Jesus, Jesus's birth as much as yes, the Christ was born, but he grew up to be something magnificent that saved us from our sins. So yes, he was born and then he grew up. And a lot of times we lose that idea about like Jesus is being born and he growing up to be this amazing savior. And so the last Christmas I tried to think about that a lot and maybe we need to think about that every day. So on a daily basis, just trying to remind yourself, Jesus was born, but he grew up to be an amazing savior. And every day, like write it on your window. And if you can't write it on your window, write it on your mirror. If you can't write it on your mirror, put it on a sticky note in your locker at school. If you don't have a locker at school, I don't have a, I don't have a solution for you. Put it in your backpack at school. If you don't have a backpack at school, um, stick it, write it on your hand. I mean, there, there's always something you can write it. I don't, I don't know. Um, but there's always something. And if, if you don't have a Bible, if you have a church near you, but you don't have a Bible and you want a Bible, go to your church. Or go to the church and ask them if they have a, if, if they have a Bible that they that they can give you, and most likely they do. If you if you live somewhere in the United States of America, then the churches probably have a Bible for you. At least mine does, and mine is in Eastland, Texas. If you live anywhere near Eastland, Texas, or Abilene, Texas, or anywhere or Cisco, Texas, or anywhere in that certain vicinity, um, and you would like a Bible. Um, I think all of the churches in that area have have Bibles that they can give people. Um, so that has been Matthew chapter one. All right, so now it's time for my One Calls the Heart deep dive into what One Calls the Heart is and how you can watch it. Okay, so basically, One Calls the Heart is my favorite show in the world. Um. So let me tell you a little bit about it. So it starts out, it has eight seasons now. Um, eight seasons hasn't come out yet, but they have filmed it. And I am so excited to see it. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. And then I'm going to tell you how excited I am to see it. Because there's no word to explain it. But you guys, I have been obsessed with this forever. And I have a When Calls Dark cookbook. I mean, how many people do you know that has a cookbook about their favorite show? About recipes from their favorite show? amazing so um when calls the heart is based in the first season it's based in 1910 um 1910 and 11 um and so it's kind of uh it's kind of old-fashioned 
but I love it because it's not like an old-fashioned rodeo with all that kind of cowboys and stuff. He does have cowboys, but it's about it's like a love story, which I love because it's about two. It's about Elizabeth Thatcher and Jack Thornton falling in love, and he waits for um, four seasons until to get until getting engaged to her. And if and he would have waited season three if it wasn't for the the dang uh, other guy that interfered. Uh, I don't want to uh, give you too much information because I want you to have, be surprised if you do watch it. I I would recommend places to watch it, but it's it costs money. Um, because Netflix decided they don't want it anymore, so they took it off of Netflix, and now I'm boycotting Netflix. And if anybody, um, I want, I'm going to write a review for Netflix saying that I boycott them for that reason. Don't think they're going to read it. Don't think they're going to care. But I want to tell them at least that I do not appreciate this. And then I am a mega hearty. And so now I have to buy seasons one through five. Which, let me just tell you, is not easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So, I cannot cannot wait to get season eight i just rhymed huh um season eight's gonna be amazing um but a little bit more about when kills the heart um there's a lot of interference in this love story but then in season five they find in season four they get engaged then he has to leave he get, they get engaged and then he has to go off because he's a mountie he's going like a police officer that's being stationed at a new area and then he comes back, gets married, then he goes away again to train more Mounties and then dies there. Um, and then she finds out the next episode that there's a great thing that's going to happen to her. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but it is it is like a a um a baby is going to be born of somebody in that show and if you want to, um, if you want to hear what happens to her, then close your ears, please, for the next like sec for the next couple seconds. Cause I don't want to steal. I don't. I don't want to uh, give way too much. Uh, about three, two, one. Close your ears. Uh, she has a baby. She named him Jack. Blah blah blah. Jack grows up. He uh, this year is his third birthday, and um. Then she has two other guys that are fighting for her love. Um, and she just can't choose them. Blah, 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 blah. And then season eight. Okay. You can unclose your ears now. You can open your ears now. If you can hear this. Um, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about why, how much I love On Golf the Heart. Okay. So on Netflix, I watched... My mom was obsessed with this TV show. And I watched a couple episodes of it when she was watching it. I was like, this is a pretty chill TV show. I'll, I'll watch it. The first episode, I started getting really scared because I thought this was going to be a super scary show. Because it was of her. And I thought it was going to be like a fancy TV show. Um, but really, it's not. And if you... I want to see before and after picture of her from the first season and for her from the seventh season. Because it is a complete transformation. In the first season, she didn't even know how to know how to cook. In the seventh season, she's like she's she is a uh, um she's beating another person in her home. 
but I definitely encourage you to watch it. Um, and you can buy it on Amazon, on um, but on Apple, um, and maybe just maybe I can get Netflix if I get every hardy everywhere to get netflix to do that it'd be awesome but i don't think i can so please watch one close the heart um if you are interested please watch it um and yeah i think it's like ten dollars for one season which isn't a ton of money when like you see how amazing it is um but, you know, I love this show so much, uh, and I think everyone should watch it. But, obviously, not everyone can watch it, and not everyone's going to like it. I have a friend who doesn't like it. So, um, I'm, I'm going to get her to like it. And if she doesn't like it, then I'm going to make her like it. If she doesn't, she doesn't like it, then she's going to like it. She's going to have to watch it with me. Because this show means so much to me, because it's just... It's a great show. It makes me feel so warm and happy. And I want everyone to feel that, you guys. So, uh, I hope you take this into consideration that you'll watch it. Um, yeah. Okay, so here are some things um, that I like to do. So, um, things that I like to do is watch TV, One Calls the Heart especially. Um... I like to, I like, I like to do some schoolwork. I, I love to do schoolwork. I, I, I'm going to tell you the schoolwork that I like. In the next episode, which I've already filmed, my friends, um, I talked a little bit about my school and then we were, and then we had to get, uh, disconnected because she, but she needed to go somewhere. Um, but we're going, I'm going to go on that subject and, um, my my school I'm gonna explain a little bit about my school because my school is um it's kind of weird in the best sense of way. It's so I'm homeschooled, but I'm not homeschooled. I go to a school. So every single Tuesday and almost every single Tuesday, I go to my school and I I go to my school every Tuesday, and I learn my subjects, and I get my paper and stuff. I have to write a paper every week, um, and so in the rest of the week, I have to review what I learned and write my paper and everything like that, and do math, which I absolutely hate, but no, so, um. Uh, Whenever people ask me, what is your favorite subject in school? I can't give them a complete answer because I love a lot of subjects in school. I'll give you my list because it's kind of a, it's kind of, my, my list is kind of like a bunch of ones in one. So, um, I like writing about history and timeline. Timeline is basically history, but it's two different subjects. Um, so I like writing about history. I like writing about what happened in a long time ago. And so writing is probably my favorite subject because I like writing about what happened in history. And if I can't do that, then writing is number one. Right, uh, History is number two and science is number three. 
math is like number infinity because I don't even I don't even have a number for math. Math is like one zero 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 zero. Sorry if I'm annoying you, but I like I do not like math. Like you guys, it's just it it's terrible for me. Do not like it at all. Um but off of that topic, um I don't like it mostly because, one, I get frustrated with it because, like, in writing, if you make a little mistake in, like, if you forget to put a comma there or if you forget to, um, if, if you forget to put a period or punctuation point, it's not a big deal. If you forget to reduce a fraction or carry a number in mass, it's a huge deal. You get the entire problem wrong. And so that is, it just, it just really frustrates me. And I do not like getting frustrated. I mean, obviously no one likes getting frustrated. But it just, it discourages me so much that I'm like, ugh. And it's hard to keep going on. And so I can only get so many problems wrong before I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Um, plus. It grades me. My grades are, like, if I get, it, it will go from 100 to 95. If I get a 95, then it's an A. If I get, an, and then it goes to 91. And then it goes to 84. It, it, it goes to 86. And then 80. And then 77. And then, well, no, 75. And then 71. And the lowest grade I can receive is a 75, and if I, get a 70, if I get a 71, then I have to go back and redo my entire lesson until I get that problem right, and so it's a real, it's a real low point for me, and so it just, it's, and half of the time, I'm just like, I got this wrong, and I really don't want to redo it, and it's just, I would rather just fail it than have to try again, because it'll give me, sometimes it'll give me two chances to do it, and sometimes it won't. And math is really confusing, too. So if you like math, please comment and tell me why you like it. Tell me how it makes it easier for you. Um, because I would really like to hear how math is easier for some people. Because maybe that will make it easier for me. And maybe it's just a teacher. Because my teachers teach me literally like I'm like a first grader. Because my first grade brother is learning the exact same stuff as sixth grade sister, which is me. It says dollars and cents, which I'm learning in February. In the real world, people use dollars and cents to pay for stuff. And I'm like, I wish I could swear, swear words, swear words, swear words. So I'm just, it, it's just like, and then the first lesson is always, um, is always digits. One, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, and 0 are the digits that make up every single number in the entire number line. I'm like, yes, I know. A baby knows this. You don't have to tell this to a 6th grader that already knows this. And so, it's just, um, it's, 
<laughs> it's very uh, frustrating to hear how they talk, and it's all—it's always hard whenever I don't like the voice that they have, because sometimes it's like I just—I just can't do it anymore, and their voice is just so like it's just I can't concentrate, and so. I don't have that problem anymore, but I used to have that problem. And so I was always like, mm. but I had to keep the volume on so I could hear the problem. And it was just all blah. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, yeah. All right. So, um, I am calmed down, kind of. And, oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. You don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm scratching my eyes because I just remembered about the snake beak. I got it out of my mind with math. You know what? I should do math today to keep my mind off of it because that's what I'm doing to keep my mind off of it. No, I'll just talk to my friends to keep my mind off of it. But I cannot stop from watching that snake beak. I just want to watch it. I, I haven't watched it because I don't want to. I want to be surprised. But I, I, I want to be surprised with who she picks. And it's just. Mm, so please say some encouraging words in the comments so that I don't watch the sneak peek because I I would hate to watch sneak peek. I really would hate it. Because then I wouldn't be surprised and I'd be like, oh yeah, I saw that happen in the sneak peek and I didn't want to see that. Um <laughs> But if you do watch When Calls the Heart, um it is on Sunday, February twenty-first. Um, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, and, uh, uh, I don't know the other times. But in Texas, it's Central Time. Um, and so it's 8 o'clock in Central Time. I think it's like 7 o'clock in, um, in, what's it called? in like mountain range time. I don't know, but it would really it would really um I really would like you to see that because it's a really great show. Um it does cost money, sadly. Um mm-hmm. uh, but if you have a TV provider, um you can go to hallmarkchannel.com, um put in your TV provider and I'm pretty sure you can watch season 1 through seven and then season eight that's coming out i'm so excited um but but if you download the hallmark channel app you can watch season eight for free just put in your tv provider and you're ready to go um so thank you so much for listening to this episode i'm in your host cadence and please listen to more how to's in my next episode i interview a really close friend of mine called named annie not called annie i mean she is called annie but named annie (laughs) bye